Hello, and welcome to the American Influencer Real Talk Podcast. I'm Christopher Krellen, CEO of the American Influencer Association. On today's show, we have super influencer Amanda Cerny. Amanda has over 42 million followers, and she's using her platform to help and inspire others. She's worked with the United Nations and even created a hurricane relief fund. Today, we also get to surprise Amanda with her first ever American Influencer Award nomination. And now, here's our host, Josh Skinner. Hi, it's Josh Skinner, and welcome to American Influencer Real Talk. You are in for a very special episode. We have the super influencer herself, Amanda Cerny. Hi, Amanda. Hi, thanks for having me. How's Florida today? I'm actually in California right now. You are? It up. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> what coast is the best coast? <laughs> oh, you know, it's hard. I love Florida because my whole family's there and just the water's so nice and warm and I just love the beaches. But California is always super productive and good energy too, so... It's a battle. Well, welcome to our state. We're glad that you're here. So let's talk about Florida for a quick second because your mom actually runs the largest karate school in Florida. What was that childhood like? Oh, yeah. No, growing up, my sisters and I um, were all black belts, but we did taekwondo for uh, like 10 years. And then I kind of got into other sports growing up, but it, it was great being raised with that. Cause it taught me so much about respect, responsibility, uh, discipline. So just learning that growing up was a blessing. And then seeing my mom be, uh, an entrepreneur and kind of building her own business from scratch was really inspiring to me. Well, I find you very inspiring because you're not just an influencer. You are a legit actress. You're an amazing comedian. Uh, you are a health and wellness expert, obviously a content creator, and you are a model. And you've appeared in several music videos, including uh, a Cardi B video and Maroon 5. Your mom must be so proud of you. <laughs> um, yeah, she is. Uh, she's always surprised. I'm pretty spontaneous with everything that I do, but that's what makes life fun. You know, just trying new things and always just going for what you're passionate about, I guess. <laughs> Take me to the moment where you had your first 1 million followers. Like, what was that moment like? Oh, that was on Vine. Do you remember Vine? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that was like, when was Vine around? 2013, I think. But I was trying to do acting, and I was out in LA doing different auditions, or trying to get auditions, actually. And auditions with managers and agents trying to get those so I can get into auditions. Um, but it was a lot of no's and telling me that I need a reel. So I just decided to create my own uh, by creating my own content. And Vine was a great way for me to start because it was just so simple. And being able to tell a story in six seconds is a great way for me to learn how to do better storytelling, how to edit videos within the app and then outside the app, learn Premiere a little bit more. So then in doing that and then creating my own little stories just to have a bigger picture of maybe doing YouTube videos and producing my own reels so then I could get auditions, Vine became a thing and I started to get views on my videos and people started to share my videos and 
you know, it kind of snowballed into millions of followers on the platform. And then that kind of took most of my attention. When you got the first few million, were you like, oh my gosh, I'm popping? Like, what, what was going through your head? Um, it was more, I was just motivated and kind of inspired to keep creating. I made every single day about just creating content, whether it be collaborating for somebody else's content. And I've always been super collaborative. So I'd be reaching out to everybody, uh, their content that I liked, just finding ways to tell some stories together and grow both of our audiences and reach different people. So I, I put like, it was just full time for me because I saw the potential that it had. You know, we have a lot of listeners who are either young influencers or they want to be a future influencer. How do you deal with the haters? Oh, we all have them. I mean, obviously sometimes comments can hurt. You read it and you're like, oof, you know, that one hit hard and kind of embrace that for a second and then just let it go. And you can't really let it stick with you for a long period of time. And I think in finally realizing, okay, it's more of a, of a reflection of what's going on in their own lives than it really is about me. You know, that's what made it easier for me to deal with those. Cause it's just weird. Humans are so weird how we stick on the one hate comment over a bunch of positive comments. And I also look at comments and some are constructive, you know, and I, I do listen to what people are saying and I don't think everything's a hate comment if there's some sort of constructive criticism in it, but then every few in between, you'll get just a pure hate comment that you just have to brush off and realize it's not about you. It's about them. Wow. I've done over 30 of these interviews for AIA, and that's the first time someone has uh, looked at it as also helpful, constructive criticism. That's a really interesting way to look at it. That's pretty impressive, Amanda. (laughs) Thanks. I mean, I just, I love reading comments because we're so lucky we're able to interact with our audience and see what they're actually thinking every day. And, you know, the love is great, but I always want to better my stuff. So just getting real opinions always helps me and shows me what I need to work on too. Cause I know not everything's perfect, especially with creating content for the internet, because it's almost sometimes quantity over high quality. So you're just like producing, getting stuff out that's good for the platforms for what it is. You know, as a creator, sometimes I just wish I could have like a month to just create a piece of content that I'm just so in love with. But, you know, that would be for a different type of platform than, you know, the other ones that I'm creating for. Like, you know, for TikTok or for Reels, it's more like you create it in a day, you edit it in a day, and then you post it the same day, you know? What was it like to be the face of guests for their campaign? Oh, I was so excited. Growing up, I would see all those guest campaigns everywhere. And I always thought those girls were gorgeous and curvy. And that was some of the clothes that fit me the best. But when I was younger, I never thought I could be a model because I I was bitten by a dog when I was like 10. And I had like this huge scar on my cheek. And I was like, oh, I'm never going to be able to be a model. And I used to like cover the side of my face with my hair in school when I was like drinking out of the water fountain and cry about it. Like it was the worst thing ever. And then even growing up, you know, I never considered myself as a model, but just more of like a personality and a creator. But, and when they reached out and asked me about doing it, I was 
first, like, so honored <laughs> and shocked and happy. And it was like a dream come true. And it, it proved, you know, my, my thoughts about myself wrong. You know, it, it just showed that, okay, I, I am confident, but we all have those insecurities. And a lot of times it's really just what we think and nobody else really sees it or cares because our, our personality can shine a lot brighter than, you know, just looks as well. When you, when you see the scar today, what does it represent? Ah, you know, that I, it's like my tattoo. Mm. I experienced life, you know, I, I got a lot of scars. I've been through a lot, but for me, it just shows that, you know, the past is real and it made me stronger. And that's why I'm where I'm at today. Well, I want to talk about you being an ambassador for the United Nations uh, for specifically environment and wildlife. What has that been like? Oh, that's a dream too. I mean, with a platform, it, I've realized that I have a, a lot of influence and, you know, there's things that I'm passionate about and wildlife, animals, the environment, all being a big part of that too. Um, especially being vegan for over 10 years and finding a way to do that in a bigger picture and having the UNC the the amount of influence that I had and appreciating what I do and the different messages I would try to get out on my own. So collaborating with them is amazing because they, they work on such great projects and, you know, there's always still a lot more to do together, but it's just really exciting because it makes me feel good. It's weird how doing good things for other people and helping other people is really in a sense selfish or other animals too, is in a sense selfish because it makes you feel so good. You know, I think that's one of the best feelings is being able to give back to others and help things that don't really have a voice of their own. Well, you have over 45 million followers on all social media platforms. You are giving back every day to them. What has their response been? Super positive. Some of the most inspiring comments are, the fact that I can just turn somebody's day around with one of my videos and just make them feel good, you know, and find ways to laugh at their different situations that they're going through and find like the positive perspective in it, you know? So that's always a good feeling. Well, the people obviously love you. They nominated you for a people's choice award. What was that moment like? That was cool. I was surprised. I got the news and I was like, all right, <laughs> that's awesome. It's just, for me, I just, I'm so focused every day on creating that all the other stuff that con kind of happens around me, I really need to get better at this of just taking a moment and soaking in those achievements. But I'm more like, no, I need to do more. I need to like keep climbing and reach the next goal. And so I'm, I'm like an energizer bunny over here, but <laughs> I, I just need to find moments just to chill and take it in and celebrate even more. Well, how would it feel if I told you you were nominated this year for an American Influencer Award? Well, that would be a surprise to me. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Well, congratulations. It it's true. You've been nominated. <laughs> we're about to start releasing the nominees, and you've been nominated. How does it feel? We think you're so influential and making a positive difference that you had to be nominated this year. So I'm so glad I was able to tell you. 
Oh, thank you. Well, this is the best way to tell me. <laughs> um, I'll definitely find a way to celebrate tonight with some 626 wine. Oh, I, well, will you tell me more about this 626, please? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I kind of like seeded it in yeah. there. Um, <laughs> Perfect. I, I love it. Let's collab on it right now, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cheers. <That's- laughs> Yeah, it's, it's um, a brand that I started with, actually, one of my best friends. We we met each other doing Vine in, like, 2013, but we're actually, his name is King Batch, Andrew Batchelor. Um, we're both from Florida. We both went to Florida State. We have the same birthday, which is June 26th, and then we launched a wine together because we love drinking wine. So we went to, and tasted some of the best wines at this um this vineyard that we partnered with and their wines are incredible. They have like 91 ratings on their wine. And so we basically got to sit at home and we started this in quarantine and they just sent us all the different wines to taste tests and everything. Cause we couldn't really go to the vineyard during COVID and still can't now, but so we got to taste all the wines and just choose our favorites out of the, all the different ones that we sent. It's a hard job, you know? (laughs) I want your, (laughs) I want your quarantine life, Amanda. (laughs) Yeah, no, it made it a lot of fun. And then we chose the rosé and a pinot to launch with. Tell me about the name. 626. So it's our birthday. S-I-X-2-6. Yeah, 626wines.com if you want to check it out. I love that. Anything else you want to tell our listeners about that you have coming up in the future other than your American Influencer Award nominee? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I know. That's huge. I'm I'm super. That made my day. But um, (laughs) The show airs in early December, and you can find out if Amanda wins. And in the meantime, vote, vote, vote. (laughs) Yes, vote for me. I'm so excited. That's great news. But um, I guess what I can tell you about that uh, podcast. I'm launching a podcast with another good friend of mine, Jacqueline Fernandez, and she's a Bollywood star. So we're kind of bringing the worlds together and spreading some positive, good feels. And it's actually called the Feels Good Podcast. So that's coming soon. Will you really quickly just tell me the first time you felt influential? Because you've had such an extraordinary career and I feel like I'm giving your career a disservice. There's still so much more we could talk about. But take us to that moment where you're like, wow, I have influence. Um, I mean, something that, you know, I, I kind of put together and, you know, I, I collaborated with different people on and brought people together for was for Puerto Rico to help with relief efforts in Puerto Rico and just raise money with my fan base and had um, planes donated, had different um, physicians willing to come down to Puerto Rico and help out with the relief and bring generators, water tablets and healthcare over for the, the relief efforts there. So that was like, you know, that's, that's something that made me feel really good and something that I was just watching the news and I saw the news about the hurricane and I was just like, Oh my gosh, I have to do something. And then I just, in that moment posted something on my Instagram and raised a bunch of money for it. And then I was like, Oh, now I have all this money and I want to be super transparent and have it all go every single penny, go to the cause and show it going to the cause too. So people can get that reassurance. Cause it was, I forget how much now, I think it was like 150, a hundred thousand, something around there. And then just so I didn't have to spend money on 
planes or fuel or anything to get over there. I had a plane, a private plane donated as well. So we just saved money everywhere we could with it. And I partnered with Jack Brewer, who's done different relief efforts before too. So being able just to have an idea, turn it into something real, and then take on the responsibility of getting the help and the funds and everything over there where, where it needs to be, you know, that showed me that there's a lot I can do on my own with my connections too, that, you know, I don't need to wait on anybody else to do something. Wow. That's so impressive. What do you think has been the biggest, like, that's really impressive. I mean, do you, I, when you lay down really quick, let's tap on the first, a quick second. When you he, do an interview like this and we talk about all your accomplishments and you tell a story like that, does it ever blow your mind? Like, wow, I've been able to do all this at such a young age. Yeah. Um, I just think there's so much more I can do. <laughs> so I'm excited for that. But uh, I guess it is. Yeah, it's pretty cool what we're capable of as long as we, you know, take do the work behind it and take action towards it. Anything is really possible. And I think I've always believed that. I know things need hard work and they need consistent work towards it. But if we're passionate about it, we can do it. What do you think is the biggest misconception of being an influencer? Um, that it's not a lot of work. <laughs> that you just kind of post and you grow millions of followers and that's it. You know, there's a lot of work to maintaining an audience, to consistently growing an audience, to being on top of trends, creating trends and doing things daily across many, many platforms that a lot of people easily can discredit it. But it's something that you live and breathe 24 hours a day. You know, I, I don't work a nine to five, but I, I definitely <laughs> work at 8 a.m. till 4 a.m. sometimes. So... <laughs> That's an intense schedule. Who has been most influential in your life? My mom. Oh. Yeah. Just seeing like how hard she worked, the business she was able to, able to build, it was super inspiring for me. So, and she's always like done done it in a positive way, never stepping on anybody along the way and, you know, lifting up people around her too and teaching us to be responsible and work for the things that we want in life. And I got that from her because even with my, my cell phone, if I wanted a cell phone, I had to get a job and buy a cell phone. If I wanted a car, I had to like learn the value of a dollar. So, you know, that, that always made me be creative and coming up with different entrepreneurial ideas just to make more money. So for me, that was like, she's a big part of where I am now. It's amazing how, as we get older, how much we can reflect of uh, reflect on how instrumental our parents have been on in our lives. It's I feel like as I get older, I just go, "Wow, they really sacrificed. Wow, they really gave." You know, it's mm -hmm. for it's, sure. It, yeah, it's nice to kind of look back and I also to tell them at this age to be like, "Wow, I see all the sacrifices you made, Amanda. You are so cool." I I mean, what's your <laughs> dream job? Like, say, you know, what what if I could give you anything, what would you want next? Um, producing more okay. uh, for film and TV, producing and obviously acting, you know, that's why I started. So yeah, just producing more projects for even larger pro platforms. 
Well, I, I, I love directing too. I can't so. wait to see what's next. Um, <laughs> you're just you're just a, a light in this world, and we are so happy that you got nominated this year for an American Influencer Award. Now, if our listeners want to follow your journey, how do they do that? Just Amanda Cerny, C E R N Y, on everything. <laughs> just any platform you're on, I'll probably be there. So. Find me. Well, welcome again to California, and I hope you have a wonderful fall. And again, congratulations on your nomination. Thank you. I'm excited. Gonna go drink some wine, pop some bottles. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our conversation with Amanda Cerny. We hope this episode has inspired you. You can keep up with our latest episode of our podcast by visiting us at AIAawards.com and by subscribing to our show on your favorite podcast platform. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at AIA Real Talk Podcast. That's AIA Real Talk Podcast. The American Influencer Real Talk is produced by Christopher Krellen, Bethany Krellen, Josh Skinner, and it's edited by our friends at Lasting Media. Original music composed by at Joshua Hendricks Music. And now here's our CMO, Bethany Krellen. Thank you for listening to the American Influencer Real Talk. We hope you enjoyed. We are so passionate about all of you, our fans. We want you to be part of the AIA family. You can check out our beauty bundle, which supports our influencer community at AIAawards.com. Want to be a guest on the Real Talk? Send us a message on social. We can't wait to stay connected with you all and don't miss the next episode next week.